Good morning for Wednesday, March 23, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. U.S. seeks to unify allies as airstrikes rock Tripoli. Arab revolts force diplomats to remake lives and careers. In today's national headlines, Miami police under inquiry after shootings, Census measure of Detroit offers a grim picture. And women seeking abortions to get anti-abortion advice. In today's business headlines, judge rejects Google's deal to digitize books. Japan's lower demand eases pressure on oil prices. And Verizon is seen as well-placed to compete against AT&T. There will, of course, be more business news, more national and world stories as well, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written by Mark Landler and Stephen Erlanger. It's titled, U.S. Seeks to Unify Allies as Airstrikes Rock Tripoli. President Obama worked on Tuesday to bridge differences among allies about how to manage the military campaign in Libya as airstrikes continued to rock Tripoli and forces loyal to Colonel Muammar al-Qaddafi showed no sign of ending their sieges of rebel-held cities. On a day when two United States airmen bailed out over Libya and were rescued after the crash of their fighter jet, Obama and the leaders of Britain and France stepped up efforts to work out an accord on who would be in charge of military operations once the initial onslaught on Libya's air defense systems is complete. Obama reiterated that the United States would step back from the leading role within days, but he also said it was confronting the complexities of running the military campaign with a multilateral force cobbled together quickly. The president expressed confidence that the coalition would resolve disagreements over the role of NATO, which had flared in recent days over France's insistence that the alliance not play a leading role in the operation. NATO now seems likely to provide command and control functions, but with a separate authority running the operation, which includes Arab and other non-NATO countries. Even as the Western allies tried to settle management issues, they were still struggling to corral Arab backing for the campaign. Obama telephoned the emir of Qatar, Sheikh Hamad bin Khalifa al-Thani, on Tuesday to nail down his support. So far, Qatar is the only Arab state to offer fighter jets to help enforce a no-flight zone, and there were signs that other Arab states were wavering in their support. The tension and confusion laid bare the unwieldiness of the coalition even four days into the operation, after the United States had fired 160 Tomahawk missiles and lost its first plane, an F-15E Strike Eagle, which crashed in the desert after mechanical troubles. This is complicated, Defense Secretary Robert Gates said to reporters with him in Moscow. This command and control business is complicated. We haven't done something like this, kind of on the fly before, so it's not surprising to me that it would take a few days to get it all sorted out. At least three bomb blasts were heard in Tripoli on Tuesday evening as flares from Libyan anti-aircraft guns arced across the sky. Attacks by pro-Qaddafi forces were particularly intense in the western cities of Zintan and Misurata, where snipers and artillery have killed dozens over the past five days and wounded scores more, a rebel spokesman said. Qaddafi made a brief but defiant appearance on Libyan television Tuesday night, 
appearing at what reporters were told was his Tripoli residence to denounce the bombing raids and pledge victory. I am here! I am here! I am here! he shouted from a balcony to supporters waving green flags. Admiral Samuel Locklear, an American officer who's the tactical commander of the mission, said his intelligence reports confirmed that Gaddafi's forces were attacking civilians in Misurata. A rebel spokesman reached by a satellite phone in Misurata said he had not seen any evidence of airstrikes there against the Gaddafi forces. They now control all the way to the town center, and they have put snipers on the rooftops along the way, said the rebel spokesman Mohammed, using only his first name to protect his family.